Welcome to the Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya Spiritual Practice. David Strickle shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called the Stream. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David Show. I am here with recent Taya Bootcamp graduate and one of my favorite people, actually, Erica Lynn. Hi, Erica. Oh, hi, David, and thank you for having me and saying those kind words. You're always what fun. Compliment. I, I right? don't recall. I mean, we worked together in boot camp for over 12 weeks, and, and since then we have kept in contact, and you're always up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Uh-huh. I sure Be am. Being, being up is uh, infectious, and that's why I love having you on the show, because everybody, I'm sure everybody wants a little boost of uh, up right now, right? Mm-hmm. Why, totally. yes. why not? Why <laughs> not? Let's be up. Yeah, let's definitely, let's be up. Let's spend the next hour just being up. This is all going to be about being up. We're not going to talk love about it. down. We're not going to talk about dark energy <laughs> or any of that stuff. We're just going to talk about being up and the value of being up. Let's be selfish with this upness. And talk about it. what it does for us in our lives. So let's kind of dive into that. Let's get into your um, your, your boot camp journey. Uh, you got in and you were, you were wanting to change some things about your life. And then you went through boot camp. You had some major epiphanies that you can share. Mm -hmm. And then coming out, you had some major manifestations. You had some demanifestations. <laughs> and then you had some re-manifestations. So let's kind of just tell us your story. Let's get into that. Uh, yeah, wonderful. Well, um, I think I discovered you on Law of Attraction Radio you, two years ago and started boot camp in March of 2019. At the time, I was starting a new journey with a new business in an industry that I had no experience with. So it was like this scary place of not having a base salary because I've been in sales my entire career. So I was taking a chance. And um, I figured, hey, let's try boot camp, you know, because I was listening for, to you for a while, listening to the podcasts. And um, kind of went into it with, although we had our discovery call, my intentions were like, I'm going to make a lot of money at this job. Well, <laughs> that certainly was not the experience. However, um, one of the things that I think was so valuable was really not focusing on, you know, something specific to manifest. And that's something that we learn a lot about in boot camp. Um, but I want to fast forward through my boot camp experience to... Um, I want to say around October of 2019, and I had been in this job for at that point nine months, and things I was it, things were challenging for me, and I was going through the modules, and I was really having a tough time. And you and I had a conversation. And I was ready to talk to the stream again, and um, one of the things that really hit home for me, David, and I think you remember this, is when we talked about how the language of the universe is vibration. And it only knows yes. Well, that kind of blew things wide open for me. And I don't think I really understood really what, how powerful this boot camp really was until I understood vibration. You know, I thought I was being positive and I was going through my days feeling, you know, up and, you know, I'm going to have a great day setting my intentions and Things just went real sideways for most of that time. So once I understood vibration, things took a shift. And um, I love sharing this story is the afternoon that we spoke, I had stopped at, um, I needed to get some supplies at Staples and I found a journal in the clearance section and the cover of the journal just said yes, Y-E-S. And I don't know if that's a sign, but if, you don't believe in signs, that couldn't have been a more powerful one. Indeed. And this journal has become almost a portal to me because I started writing in it right away. And most of it is just my um, notes around Taya, my experiences about being, my spiral work, setting my intentions, affirmations. And it's something I look at and read through and write in every day. And then a few months later, I graduated right before the new year, I think, started. And I said, hey, 2020 is going to be amazing. 
And sure enough, we didn't really know what <laughs> Depends amazing Depends on your defini meant. definition of amazing, right? Exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, it took me a little longer to graduate boot camp, but for me, I didn't want to rush through it. I really wanted to take my time. And um, once I graduated, uh, things started to change um, dramatically around my career. And then uh, COVID hit, and then, you know, things went a little bit sideways, you know, for all of us. Um, but yeah, the, the spiral work is something that has truly saved me without a doubt. So I just, I love your story because it's not this, I, I joined Taya Bootcamp and just everything started falling in my lap and everything was perfect and it was great. And I got everything I wanted and, and lived happily ever after, which no. is, is, is what <laughs> a lot of people that, that kind of delve into law of attraction, if you will, in spirituality. I know you're into way more than just law of attraction. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the, this this fantastical idea of everything just being perfect all the time, the, the part of the Taya practice is really coming to appreciate the process mm -hmm. and the perfection of imperfection and how things flow and get fine-tuned and end up even better if we're patient with the process and trust the process that we actually end up in a better place. But a lot of times it feels like things aren't working when really the universe is acting in your favor. As long mm -hmm. as you, yeah, as long as you understand that, that the universe only understands yes. So whatever your vibration is, the universe is going to say yes, more of that. So yeah. when you're trusting and when you're feeling abundant, even when things feel like they're not working right, if you continue to trust, you're going to get good results. Whereas when things go awry or you have an obstacle that arrives and you retreat or you go down your spiral and stay there, the universe is going to agree and say, yes, here's more, here's more crap. Yep. You know, here's more negative things in your life because you chose to go down the spiral in your reaction to an obstacle. And now we're going to send you more obstacles. That's a, that's a hard lesson for a lot of people to learn yeah. in, in learning these tools for sure. But once you do, you really get it. And then you're able to zoom out and appreciate the whole process, yep. all of it. It's so profound, and it's true. I mean, having the ability to really understand this concept is so life-changing. And you're right, it was not, an, you know, it's not like everything just worked out magically. Um, and that's the reality of boot camp. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that you do a deep dive in that some people never have done before. Um, detuning transgressors, not even understanding what if you know whether or not a transgressor really made was really impacting my life as you know in the present moment. You know, I never really connected the dots there, and so that was really work. It was work that really shifted my whole perception of meeting people where they're at. You know, most of us have transgressors that are maybe our parents or some teachers or people that we might have been um, influenced by when we were when we were younger, but you know, understanding that we're all in different phases of our journey and that, you know, we're, if we're looking to communicate with somebody that's in a different place, and it's not about being better, it's about just where we are on that path, saving me a lot of time and energy understanding that as well. And that's part of the zooming out piece of what we learn in boot camp. Yeah, the, the zooming out uh, process is so important because we, we zoom in, we, we dive mm -hmm. in to transgress our energy, the stuff no one wants to talk about, no one wants to think about, but yet until we meet it and detune it, it's active. Yeah. It's in our lives. It's part of us. It's, it's haunting us. It's waiting to trigger us down into low vibration. Really anytime vibrational flow or polarity comes through and takes our vibe down, we're more susceptible to that stuff. And, and it impacts us negatively until we find appreciation for it. And then suddenly it's not a negative thing anymore. And it's not having a negative impact on us when we revisit it. And that's why that whole process is so important and so transformative, right? It is. It is. It's the most important work of my life. It's the foundation of something that I truly am so grateful for. And the kind of thing that you want to shout out from the rooftops but we know a lot of people aren't ready for it and we really just have to be the best versions of ourselves so we can set examples for the people around us 
That's very profound. I love that. And it's funny, I just did a uh, graduation this morning. And as you know, the testimonial that we record is part of the graduation. And the person graduating said something very similar to that, mm -hmm. that she really wants to share this with the world. She wants to shout it from the rooftops. I think she even said that exactly. <laughs> and you, you, you really want to. And that's where I got with this because I kept all this stuff to myself. You know, I spent a decade creating these tools for me to transform my life with what I was getting from the stream. And I needed a system. I needed more than just ideas. I needed a system and a systematic way to implement this as a habit of thought in my life so that I could stay on track with it. And it worked. And then when it worked for me, I literally got to a place where I could no longer just keep it to myself. I had to share it. Mm -hmm. And I really upended my life to do that very happily. And do not regret that for a moment because I left my corporate job. You know, I, I jumped out of the airplane, as I like to say. I wrote the book. I started the podcast. I did the radio show. You know, started boot camp, and I'm so much happier now in sharing this with people because I get such satisfaction from watching people truly transform their lives for the rest of their lives. There's just no way you're not going to be transformed for the rest of your life with these tools. And I'm so happy that we're able to deliver this. And the, the transformations are, are just astounding. And it's usually the, the vast difference in mindset and the way you're reacting to the world around you. And it doesn't matter what's going on with pandemics or politics or any of that stuff. You understand that you are creating your bubble of reality and you're not being triggered by anything. And it, it doesn't take much of a trip on social media to see how triggered people get over these things and to be able to zoom out and see all of it from a higher perspective of appreciation of all of it is a very unique way to live life. And it's something that you, you can never unknow if that's a word. <laughs> I mean, True. Once it's right. It's once, once you get it, it's it just is this is this is the way that you live your life for the rest of your life if you keep up with the practice if you keep really keeping mindful of where you are in your spiral setting your intentions you know doing the meditations really really looking in and um zooming out at the same time if that makes sense but yeah it's 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 a lifelong practice and it's priceless in my mind it's just uh, it, it's 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 something that i will forever be grateful for and i my future, my future self thanks me now. <laughs> <laughs> you have the best words. I love that. I absolutely love that. Hey, it's just flowing. I'm just going with it. Yeah. You know, I talk, I did a discovery meeting with a 19 year old the other day, by far the youngest person that's oh, ever wow. talked to me about getting into boot camp. And I thought he's not in yet, but I just thought, gosh, you know, a, are you even ready for this <laughs> at that age? I was yeah. kind of like, dude, why are you even worried about this? Just go make your mistakes and do stupid stuff, and you know, be a <laughs> be a twenty something for a little bit, you know. But he's really wanting to get it, and and I, I love that somebody would be starting a journey that early. Now we have had graduates in their late twenties, uh, but no one as young as nineteen. But just think of how. I look back at my 30s, not with regret, it was the experience that I had, but gosh, if I'd had these tools in my 30s, my the, the decade of my 30s would have been so different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think about that a lot, right? Um, wow, if I knew this, what I know now, if I, if I knew then what I knew now, um, I think things would be much different. But yeah, that's amazing to have that kind of not only interest, but really trying to, you know, wanting to do the work at that young age. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I think it's great. Well, it's, it's a testament to how the world is sort of evolving. Um, you know, younger generations, the, the stream always says that we're all born up to speed with the time that we enter. Mm. And we do see people that are younger that are, are grasping these concepts more and, and really not, um, you know, buying into the things that their parents and especially their grandparents necessarily bought into. It's not true. because they're you bad or wrong. They're just not serving anymore. Right. You see it all over TikTok. I mean, all these millennials are talking about law of attraction, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I understood law of attraction when I was their age just because I, I've understood it my whole life. I think because I've listened to the stream my whole life. But my ego was very in the way of it at that age. Yeah. And I was really, really focused on money and material things. And it worked. I manifested money and material things very early on from nowhere. And that was great until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> yep. In my 20s, it was fine. But in my 30s, just focusing on that and then falling into sort of a, 
a rut of thinking that I had to have a certain kind of employment, you know, to manifest, you know, I, I was really only paying attention to part of the message. While I don't like promoting this idea that money just falls out of the sky from nowhere, and it can, I've had that happen. Uh, but I'm, I'm not a big advocate of that personally. I, I've never been one that wants to just, a lot of times people you know, will ask, well, how do I sit on my sofa and make myself a millionaire without doing anything? Mm-hmm. And I've never cared about that. I've never cared about winning the lottery. I've never cared about, you know, quote unquote, using the law of attraction to attract millions of dollars doing nothing. That just doesn't appeal to me. I, I do believe it's possible. We see people manifest money and all sorts of things with no effort. And I have found money on my driveway. I've had, you know, accounts yeah. found out of nowhere on the eve of, you know, I think in the book, I, I did put it in the book, the eve of closing on my first house, we were going to be short for money, uh, short of money for closing. And I, I wasn't the type that was going to pick up and try to, you know, pick up the phone and try to borrow money from anyone. I just don't do that. Uh, and I had a, a letter from a bank stating, you know, what do you want to do? This, um, this stock plan is, is retiring and you've got to do something with this money. What do you want to do with this money? And I thought, what money? What are you talking about? There's $5,500 just waiting for me. <laughs> it was incredible. It was incredible. Exactly. Not exactly, but very close to what I needed to, um, to close on the house. In fact, it was a little more than I needed to close on the house. So it was perfect. Uh, so I have had those experiences, but I'm just not a fan of the idea of do nothing. You know, I want to create something. Mm-hmm. I want to help people. I want to create. I want to make something new. I want to make money. You know, I don't necessarily want to work for money for other people. I certainly don't want to do that anymore, but I want to make money. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for that. For sure. Well, it is a fun um you know, talking about, you know, lottery and, and trying to manifest money. Uh, you know, since I've graduated from boot camp, I, I do a lot of fun exercises um, when I buy scratch-offs occasionally. Um, you know, the scratch-offs you get in the supermarket. And I'll tell you, I have this, like, I have this little ritual. When I get one, I visualize myself getting home, winning, like scratching off the numbers, seeing that they're matching my numbers to their numbers, scratching off the big jackpot or a big sum of money. And I get into the feeling, I get into the moment that I win and who do I call first or do I make a phone call um, after I freak out that I win. So I have this like little fun game going like on my drive home. And I have to tell you that I haven't won a jackpot, but I do win. I do win more than I lose. And it's not like I'm doing this all that I'm not doing the, I'm not scratching off lottery tickets every day, but because I'm constantly in a place of abundance or feeling that, you know, abundance is my birthright and, you know, you know, why not me to win? And instead sure. of saying things like, I never win at these things or I don't even know why I bother, you know. Yeah, if you're doing what? that, you're wasting your, <laughs> I your never dollar won. <laughs> for sure. So well, let's um, play this game. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. and When we get back, let's talk about that. And let's talk about some of your personal spiritual practice. I think that'll be really interesting to share. Cool. We'll be right back with Erica Lynn. The Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me, to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Taya Bootcamp graduate, Taya Bootcamp success, <laughs> Erica Lynn. <laughs> I like that sound. Yeah, definitely. 
So you definitely have your own spiritual practice that you have sort of incorporated with the Taya practice. And, and, and Taya has certainly served you well, as you've shared. So thank you mm -hmm. for sharing that. But you have your, your own stuff that you're into. And let's kind of get into that a little bit. Sure. Um, well, a few years ago, I became a certified holistic health coach. I started on a little bit of a, a wellness journey and I wanted to get certified, whether I was gonna do it to practice in business or just for my own knowledge. Um, it just started, I started thinking differently about everything around health. Um, not only what I was putting in my body, but also what you know I was putting on my body. Um, you know, a holistic lifestyle from a health perspective also looks at things like relationships, um, you know, where you are in your career, um, where you are um, in your spiritual practices and what your exercise looks like. Um, I'm a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and that's what they call primary foods, which is all the other things that nourish us outside of what our regular food is to nourish us. So through that, once I graduated, I started to really look at other things that I was nourishing myself and it, it started to dawn on me that you know there are a lot of things that we that we use in our lives that aren't necessarily that healthy like burning candles and using you know certain types of cleaners in our house and we're breathing it in and we're, we're putting it on our bodies and I I remember somebody saying to me what goes on goes in and I'm like oh that makes so much sense so a friend of mine um, was using essential oils and so I got a starter kit and I just started playing around with it and I had to tell you, it was a real shift in my whole perspective on, you know, what I do every day. Everything from giving myself an energy boost from, to, you know, helping me relax at night to what I clean my house with. Um, it's really become something that I'm real passionate about. Um, you know, people think of essential oils. Oh, they smell good. You know, lemon is nice in the morning and maybe some lavender at night. Um, but there are so many therapeutic benefits to these oils aside from using them in place of a toxic ingredient like you might find in an over-the-counter cleaner. So I started to get really into the whole lifestyle of essential oils. And um, not only do I feel better, I mean, I also smell really good. And my house smells great you know, when people come to the house. And you can really mix and match the kinds of scents that you want. Um, but one thing is really cool about oils is that they're the highest frequency substance on the planet. Um, that's a real fun factoid for people. Um, you know, essential oils are the most potent part of a plant, and they come from, you know, flowers, they come from the trees, they come from the rinds of fruit, and they're so concentrated. And um, when I started learning about the frequency of these oils, because we know everything is energy and that they are the actual highest frequency substances on the planet, I thought, wow, there's nothing else that I can do to raise my own vibration, right? So, Certainly. Um, yeah. So whether I'm diffusing them in the house or putting them on my, on my body or if I'm just, um, you know, inhaling them just when I need a quick boost in my palms, it's really something that um, I really am so excited about and love to share it with other people. So you don't burn candles in your house at all. You diffuse the oil. Yes, correct. Interesting. So I, this is this is new for me. So I'm going to dive into this a little bit because there's oh, probably nice. other people listening that think the same. So what is what is quote unquote bad about candles that makes you prefer? Because candles have the essential oil in the candle, right? If, if it's a high quality candle. Mm, I mean, the part of I mean. Look, candles are super popular. They're, uh, most of them are just, you know, riddled with fragrance, um, which are artificial ingredients that are synthesized in a laboratory to mimic the smell of, like, lemon or lavender. There's carcinogens in them. And when you, when you uh, burn a candle, you know, if you have, like, one of those candles that are in a jar, you might see some black soot around mm -hmm. the side. I mean, that's – you're basically inhaling that into your lungs. And there's a, there's, there's a statistic or saying that if you burn a candle – for an hour, it's the equivalent of smoking a cigarette. Wow. Yeah. That, see, that's news. I mean, I, I have heard that the, obviously the, um, what's the wax that's like you get, you get the candles you get at Whole Foods that soy. don't have a scent. Yeah. Yeah. Soy. And, and there's some type of wax that's supposed to be better than other wax. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily have a scent. Yeah. So well, I've mean, heard that that's better. So I was wondering from what you said, if why, if there was some bad property of wax, but it's actually the chemicals 
they add to the wax that create the false smell. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. These these are all sense. artificial synthetic fragrances. And look, they're popular. I burned candles. I stood online at you know Bath and Body Works to get my you know three for ten. Um, you know, I was there. And then when I learned, sort of like with, with Taya, like once you know something, you can't unknow it. So, sure. And with the essential oils, I mean, not only do you get um, the freight, the aroma, it's the, it's the therapeutic benefits that go with it. So it's really important to choose a company that you can trust because there are a lot of companies out there that are selling essential oils. It's it's, it's, I think it's close to a $1 billion industry at this point, and you can get oils everywhere these days. So it's important to really do your research and find a company that you know is 100% therapeutic. Um, and because if you don't, if you're getting it you know, in a store, retail store, most likely you're gonna probably find something that's diluted with synthetics, fillers, carry So just oils. because it says essential oil does not mean that it's the quality that you're speaking of. No, I mean, there's no regulating agencies in the United States that actually monitors what goes into a bottle of oil. So a lot of companies can write 100% <clears throat> organic or natural, uh, pure. These are all buzzwords, marketing. And, um, you know, really nobody's looking in these bottles to, to monitor it. So that's why it's so important to really know where you're getting your oils from because if you're putting them on your body and you're putting them and if you're diffusing them you're kind of defeating the purpose if you're not getting the real thing that makes sense that makes perfect sense there, yeah. yeah there's a um a really high-end luxury line of candles and if you go into their website uh, they talk about you know the quality of the oils that go into the candle and stuff like that and so i like candles i do i use candles a lot uh, and I'm not always diligent about where I get them from. <clears throat> Definitely. <laughs> so well, you know. when you said that about smoking a cigarette, I kind of stopped and thought for a minute, wow, you know, and you look at that definitely a little yeah. deeper for myself. And, you know, look, we all love candles. We love the ambiance it gives us. You can get flameless candles. They create the exact same ambiance. And a lot of diffusers have beautiful, I mean, some of these diffusers are beautiful. I mean, you can spend a lot of money on them and they light up, they change colors. They're gorgeous. So really, if you think about it, if you can get the aroma, you get the therapeutic benefits, and you get the environment that you want, the atmosphere, if you want to create a vibe, you could do it with the diffuser. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the oils with the little uh, bamboo sticks that uh, kind of, because I use that a lot too. Yeah, it's all, it's all artificial. You're not getting, I mean, if it's not 100% therapeutic essential oil from a company that you can really trust, it's still basically you're inhaling something that's artificial. So Synthetic. no West Elm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Without they they make a smell that I love and I have it all over my house. It's kind of yeah. funny. I have to go take a look at it now and uh, delve a little deeper into it. <laughs> this is good information, though. It's education. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because we get asked, or I should say the stream gets asked all the time, uh, about food and all sorts of things. And, and they said something recently that I loved. They said that our bodies are filters. We're just mm -hmm. giant filters. That's, that's what our bodies really are. And we're absorbing information. We're absorbing sound, obviously air, food, water, you know, everything. We're just absorbing uh, our environment around us all the time. Mm -hmm. And the level of stress that we hold in our bodies has a lot to do with how well we manage these things that, that we you know take on. And we can take toxins and actually manage toxins. And this is why some people can smoke and eat cheeseburgers every day and, and drink you know every day and live to be over a hundred and really not have any health problems where other people you know are riddled with health problems from the things that they're ingesting. Mm -hmm. A lot of it has to do with your stress level and, and your attitude toward what you're ingesting. So for all of us who have been taught that everything that we're eating is bad, it really depends on your belief system. This is what we learn in Taya. It's very law of attraction oriented. If you believe that what you're eating is bad, you're already in trouble. You know, if you're thinking, gosh, I shouldn't have this drink, but I'm going to have it anyway, or I shouldn't have this piece of cake, or I shouldn't light that candle, you're definitely doing more harm to yourself with that negative judgment and the stress that you're creating around consuming it. And you're much better off changing your belief system. But obviously, if you can't change your belief system, you're definitely better off moving to something that you know is healthier so that you don't have to worry about changing the belief system, right? right? Totally. Or do both. 
because you're still filtering. So if you're putting healthier things in mm -hmm. that your body doesn't have to work to filter, there's, there's no downside to that. No, that's the way I look at it. There's no that's downside true. to that. Yeah. I mean, we want, we want to do, we're doing the best we can, right? I mean, nobody's perfect, but one of the motivations around, um, you know, reducing the amount of toxins that I was bringing into my home. I mean, look, we, we don't have control of what goes outside in the world, but you know, we do have control of what products we buy and what we bring into our homes. But one of my motivations of doing that also was to really, you know, help my connection to my own stream and my own intuition, you know, and I'm a practicing intuitive medium also. So giving myself the gift of, you know, nourishing foods and healthy products in my house and just doing the best I can, I feel strengthens my connection, um, whether it's my, you know, listening to my own intuition, connecting with my own stream and doing readings for, for, for clients. So I think it just, it's such a holistic way to live and um, it's, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way these days. Yeah, well, I think if, if your belief system is around the, the healthier things that you put into your body, the healthier you're going to be, then that's going to be true for you. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. I, again, there's no downside to that. Mm -hmm. And there are other people that say, well, I want to drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes and eat steak every day and, and try to train my mind to be okay with that. Well, are you really bringing yourself to believe that or not? If you're sort of half joking, you know, again, the universe only knows yes. So if you're not bringing yourself to that, you are doing better cleaning up your act. And that's something that, that I have been challenged with too, is just making peace with the, you know, the food that I want to eat. Mm -hmm. And generally I'm going to eat something that's healthier. Yes. All the time. No. Am I going to drink alcohol sometimes? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I, in my mind, wine is healthier than beer. Yes. So <laughs> I automatically feel like I'm because of the, you know, the, there's certain properties of wine that some doctors say is actually good for you. So when I'm drinking a glass of red wine, I'm thinking that I'm drinking something healthy. And I know that there's certain superfoods and, and I feel really good when I eat those things. So a lot of it, you know, this placebo thing is, is, is very, very real. Oh yeah. Our beliefs are creating our reality. But if you can get ahead of the beliefs and eat things and, and ingest things that you know are better for you, and if you can burn high-quality oils through a diffuser rather than a candle, because we're all going to think now, thanks to you, about the black, <laughs> about the black <laughs> ring around the candle, you, you made a very, very good point. You know, here in California, we have this thing called Proposition uh, Prop 65. And I was not aware of this. I didn't live in California. I was actually living in uh, Seattle, but I uh, was working for a, a big retail company at the time. And I got California as my territory. And all of a sudden, uh, we were having to print this Prop 65 warning on all of our invoices. I was in the furniture business. And basically, this says, what you're buying is going to kill you. <laughs> And I really freaked out. I said, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a nightmare. You know, people are coming in and spending thousands of dollars to, you know, to buy a sofa. And we're going to print on their invoice that it's going to kill them. <laughs> you know, this is the worst thing ever. This is terrible. And the people in California laughed at me. And they were like, no, don't worry about it. That's on everything in California. It means nothing. You know, the state of California tells you that everything in your house is going to kill you. So. <laughs> So they, they all say that it's just meaningless and it, and it kind of is because it's everywhere. It's on every building. It's all over the place. So you just sort of ignore it. But the truth is, is that there are toxins and carcinogens in everything in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sitting in my studio right now looking at plastic and, and you know, paint mm -hmm. and all sorts of things that I'm sure uh, are not the healthiest thing for me to be sitting in, you know, in here for eight or nine hours a day, almost every day. Uh, you know, when I'm working and doing things. So I'm sure that's true. But again, that's when you have to go back to the vibration of good health, the vibration of doing better where we can do better. Yeah. And not, I'm, I'm going to get rid of every toxin in my house. Right. Uh, I've encountered people like that, that, that wanted to get rid of everything. And I had a, um, a person come to boot camp told me that they wanted to detune their grandmother because their grandmother was like that. And she actually passed away at a relatively young age from cancer. And she's someone who spent her entire adult life trying to avoid toxins, and she died of cancer. Wow. Yeah. So they wanted to detune that. That was one of their main motivations for coming through boot camp was to detune that. 
And I understand that because if that's instilled in you and then you see the result of it, when someone is fearing something so much, mm-hmm. you know, the, the stream has talked about um, my fascination with Steve Jobs and you know, reading his biography and, and thinking it's so sad that this guy died of cancer at, at, at 54, I believe, mm-hmm. even though he was so healthy. He was a health fanatic. But the stream came in and said, well, his fanaticism around health was rooted in his fear of death. Yeah. So what did he manifest? Huh. Early death. Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah, very. You know, every decision, so, everything we do in this life is either based in love or fear. Even if it's perceived as something positive, it could be rooted in fear. Yeah. So, you know, this is all about making better choices, but at the yeah. same time, making them in a yes mode. Yes, this is making me healthy. Yes, I'm healthy in general. Yes, I'm going to do better here and there, but in general, I'm healthy and I know it. And, and that's the best message. I love what you shared. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to get back and uh, wrap up and, and get into this a little more with Erica. We'll be right back. Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like there was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore, it's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice and Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Taya Bootcamp graduate and essential oil expert, Eric Lynn. <laughs> You really are. You really are. And that was very fascinating because I definitely picked something up uh, from you in the last segment. So let's kind of get into to that a little in a little more depth uh, as far as your personal practice goes and, and other things that, that you use in your personal practice. Okay. Um, well, there's not a day that goes by that I am not using essential oils. And if we if we hone in on my spiritual practice, there are certain essential oils that I that are my go-tos. And what I was saying earlier is that there are certain essential oils that, um, well, essential oils are the highest frequency substance on the planet. And when we put them on or if we're inhaling them, we're automatically raising our vibration. I know the stream talks about we don't need all those things. We don't need crystals. And we always laugh about that. But you know what? There's no judgment around that. And if it's something that makes me feel better um, by inhaling something that smells wonderful and it raises my vibrations, so be it. Yeah. So I want to say, too, they, they never yeah. say don't use these things. Right. But the teachings are always, if you don't have these tools around you, what are you going to do? <laughs> you don't you know, how are you going to raise your vibration if you don't have XYZ? Because I see people more around crystals, I think. You see people saying things like that in, 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 uh, in spiritual circles that, oh, my gosh, I don't have this crystal or I need to go home right away and grab this crystal mm-hmm. so that I can you know, solve this problem because they're depending on a crystal. And the, the crystal is, 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 a, is a vibrational thing for sure. But the streams teachings are always go inward first and then use the tools that you discern as your preference from that high vibrational space, right? Exactly, exactly. So, um, and look, if I don't have my oils, I can still raise my vibration. But if I'm home and they're around, why not? So, um, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite oils to use during meditation is frankincense. I'm sure if there are listeners out there that are familiar with essential oils, that's one of the more popular ones. It's a beautiful, earthy, 
I don't know how to describe it. It's one of my favorite essential oils on the planet. Um, it's one of the highest frequent. It's one of the highest vibrational oils out of all of the oils. Frankincense, rose essential oil, I think, is the highest. Um, and there's a scale. Um, you can check out like which ones have the higher vibrational uh, frequencies and others. So when I put frankincense on um, in my diffuser or if I just rub it into my chest or my, or, or my wrists, I automatically feel better and it kind of sets the tone for my meditation. Um, you know, I use essential oils throughout my day when I'm feeling like a little maybe DTS down the spiral. I grab an oil. What's going to make me feel better? Maybe something that smells like citrus. Um, one of my favorites is a blend called Citrus Fresh, and it's a combination of orange, lemon, tangerine, and spearmint. And it's the combination of some of these oils are synergistically combined to create a certain outcome. So Citrus Fresh, I know that's going to make me feel better. I'm gonna, and of course, I'm setting that intention right away and then keeping that essential oil in and around me for a period of time um, really does work for me. Um, essential oils are great for relaxation at night. Um, lavender is one of my go-tos. There's so many different types of uh, blends that you can use just to wind down the day. Um, there's, a, um, there's a blend that I use from a, the company that I use is called Stress Away. And it's a combination of lavender and lime and vanilla um, Copaiba, there's, it, it, it's just, they, it comes together so beautifully. So, um, yeah, it, it's just, it's just part of my daily routine and it's a wonderful, it, it's a wonderful feeling knowing that I have these little bottles of light, like I like to call them little bottles of light. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I've, and I've always been uh, fascinated with scent and there are definitely scents that smell fake that sort of burn the back of your throat mm -hmm. and there are other scents and i notice this with like body wash and stuff like that i'm mm -hmm. really picky about that you know the, the way the, the scent is delivered and i assume that if it's a, a lower quality it's it's going to have that kind of burning uh aspect to it and if it's a higher quality it just smells more pure mm -hmm. but i'm mm -hmm. certainly no expert on this stuff so it's been really fascinating yeah. just just having you on to kind of dive into that a little oh, bit oh i'm so glad i mean the aromas of essential oils are actually a byproduct of the therapeutic benefits that they bring. So, and that's something that's interesting too, but you're right. I mean, there are a lot of uh, products that we could buy over the counter that are just filled with chemicals and, and synthetics. And it's just, you know, their fragrance is code word for many, many chemicals that um, a company doesn't necessarily need to disclose. So anytime you see something that's listed as fragrance as a product, that's means lots and lots of chemicals. <laughs> Mm. It's like the fast food joints that don't say milkshakes, they say shakes. Because oh, there's really? no milk. <laughs> oh, I heard that a long time ago. Like, pay attention. If it says milkshake, maybe there's milk in it. But oh, if it just says shakes, you never know. <laughs> it's sugar and whipped fat, exactly. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> you do have to watch out for things for sure. Yeah. And the stream says, too, that after you ingest something, if you don't feel good, that's a very good sign of something you shouldn't eat. Oh. You know, if your body is, is if, it's, if it's making your body feel bad, uh, then you shouldn't eat it. And also, if you're eating it because you're stressed and DTS, well, of course, you're going to have a negative outcome to that. You know, if you're, if you're eating to raise your vibration, better to raise your vibration first and then eat second. And I used to do that. Mm -hmm. When I weighed 300 pounds, if I was stressed, I would eat. Yeah. And if I was happy, I would eat. It was, it was a very emotional thing for me. And it's like the answer was food either direction at that time. And that's how you end up at 300 pounds, right? <laughs> so... I learned to raise my vibration first and feel good about whatever I'm eating and not, you know, have all the judgment around it and stuff like that. But definitely there are things that I eat and afterward I feel terrible and know, okay, I don't want to feel that again. So I'm not going to eat that anymore. And it's not like we don't have choice and lots of choices for food, right? We sure do. And have, you've changed your diet recently too, right? About two weeks ago, I decided to go plant-based. And how's that going? Um, so far, so good, minus a couple of Twix bars <laughs> I ate on Halloween. But, you know, we're human. <laughs> it's Halloween. There's no plant-based Twix. Uh, tw Twix bars. Yeah. I oh. do. Love, I haven't, you know, I didn't have any candy this year. I got um, bags of Skinny Pop to give. And we actually had trick-or-treaters. I didn't think we were going to have trick-or-treaters, and we did. We just had a few. Uh, but we did. I'm glad that I bought it. So we gave out Skinny Pop because I didn't want candy in the house. <laughs> 
Because that's what happens. Oh, I the buy pop, the, 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 popcorn? the popcorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like an air-popped popcorn uh, that's supposed to be lower calorie. It's pretty good. Okay. comes in pre-packaged. And they're little ba- there were little Halloween bags of Skinny Pop. And I gave those out, uh, and the kids were fine with it. You know, they didn't they didn't turn their nose up at it or anything. Not like the dentist down the street that gives out the toothbrushes for oh. Halloween. Yeah, that's the guy that's going to get egged. Yeah, going to get egged for sure, right? So, the um, the, the the whole uh, vegan plant based thing. I like plant based better than vegan because I was not vegan. I was plant based for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, back around 2013, I did it for a whole year. And I was still really overweight when I did it. And it was a radical diet, uh, just born of the desire to, to, to lose weight at that time. And I felt really good about it. I read the, you know, the books that were out at the time. There was one by Alicia Silverstone that I really liked and, and a couple of others. And I really got into it. It wasn't a, a lifestyle as far as no leather and all that. That's what right. I call a vegan. I, I like the whole plant-based uh, definition. We didn't really call it that back then. It was called vegan still, uh, just when it was just a diet even. And I did it for a whole year. And in the beginning, I liked it. I felt really good about it. And then it went south for me because I started eating a lot of fake meat that was full of grain. And I actually felt worse and started gaining weight. And so I went back on meat after that. And I've been on meat ever since. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, but I think everybody should try things and see what works for them. And again, your attitude towards something uh, supersedes everything as far as I'm concerned. I agree. I agree. Look, I don't know what's going to happen with this lifestyle because I don't want to call it a diet, but I'm, I'm giving myself a month to see how it goes. And um, I, so far, so good. I feel good. Um, I made vegan pancakes on Sunday morning because my boyfriend made regular pancakes and I was so close to just having what yeah, he I, made. I was, I was going to ask if you're, you're, you're the only one in the household doing this then, right? No, I, my boyfriend is nowhere, would not even consider omitting meat. <laughs> he's a meat-based and diet dairy. instead of a plant-based diet. He, he's a, but, you know, he, he, he agrees with me in terms of, you know, healthy lifestyle, things of that nature. But, um, yeah, he's not giving up meat. So that's, that's part of, um, I think, one of the things that I have to really figure out is, like, meal planning and, and food shopping and, you know, trying to incorporate uh, meals that we could both eat. Maybe I just switch up the, you know, protein if I eat tofu and he has chicken. So it's going to be yeah. a little bit of work, but I think it's worth it. But, yeah, he made – I made vegan pancakes yesterday, and it came out pretty good. I ended up putting, you know, maple syrup on it, and that's completely okay on a plant-based diet. And my craving was satisfied, and I was blown away. I had all the ingredients in the house, and uh, it turned out pretty good. I was really happy. I'm like, I could do yeah, this. It's kind of fun when you're on a new diet. And I've been on lots of diets, you know, and they, they never turn into eating plans. They were always a temporary thing. Uh-huh. But at best, you know, when I really, when I lost the weight and, and kept it off, I used the diet to get myself started. And then I switched over to a workout regime and stuff like that to continue it and turn it into a lifestyle. So to me, a quote-unquote diet is a good Kickstarter, mm-hmm. but you have to have a plan to go somewhere else because the diet isn't going to stick. And it's mm-hmm. not going to continually work because you hit a plateau. So it's, it'll be interesting to see what your journey is with plant-based. Uh, and the, it's interesting because on one of our summits, somebody came on and asked the stream about veganism. And they said, you know, we are here to discern our preferences and, and really there's no judgment from them on anything that we do. So we are literally here on our own making, and, and we see that. There's a lot of evidence of that all around us, that we are here to make our own decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and our life outcome is based a lot more on our attitude about it than what we actually do. And veganism as, as a movement, they said was actually rooted in ego because life consumes life. And everything has a vibration and everything has consciousness, even water. And of course, we all have to have water. We eat plants. Plant has, the plant is life. And then we, we don't want to eat animals. The reason we don't want to eat animals is because they're more like us. That's ego. I thought that was really interesting. Wow. Yeah. And not well received by some, certainly. Yeah. But still, I mean, that was an interesting way of looking at it that we are here, you know, life consumes life. And that's, there's a cycle on the planet that we're part of and we can choose to move ourselves out of that. If we want, there's no judgment about moving ourselves out, but where is your veganism as a, as a movement really rooted? If you choose not to use animal products, that's fine. 
But I think where they're drawing the line is if you choose to do that, that's fine. But if you need all of humanity to follow you, then that's where you're in ego. I thought that oh, was really, sure. really interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, anytime somebody says, I believe this and you need to believe the same as me, I, I've never been down with that. Oh, no. I, you know, I don't, I don't think everybody needs to be into Taya. I don't think everybody needs to be mm -hmm. into the stream. I don't think, every, you know, there, there are people that are well served by multiple belief systems. Absolutely. And we're, we're intelligent beings and we're obviously not all here to just agree on everything. And I think if we get to that place, then we'll, we'll be closer to peace on earth than we, than we are disagreeing and thinking that our way is the best way and that everybody else is an idiot or wrong or evil or, or something like that. You know, just really allowing everyone the space to have their beliefs and to be open-minded to, to different ideas, even if it yeah. includes not using candles, Erica. Exactly. I have no judgment. I don't want to get I know. You're killing, my can you're killing my whole candle game here. Well, it's funny because my best friend... Um, her um, her boyfriend or fiance is a reseller, and his number one selling product since COVID is candles. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. making big bucks on candles. Oh, so yeah, I don't think they're going to stop selling candles. Yeah, it's a huge, huge business. You're right, and people are home and they want comfort, mm -hmm. and they're they're buying candles. Yep. So yeah, I hope none of true. his customers hear this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, you've been a fantastic uh, guest because you've been educational and, and inspiring to many. I'm sure we'll, we'll get good feedback. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you if they want to learn more about the things that you teach? Yeah, absolutely. I have a website and you can find me at ericalynn.us. So that's E-R-I-C-A-L-Y-N.us. Um, my website is, is based around essential oils, but if you're interested in learning more about oils, if you, um, are looking to get more insight, how I can help you use them, or if you're interested in maybe doing health coaching with me or even getting an intuitive medium reading, it's all there. So I would love to be of service. Um, if that's something that resonates with you. Fantastic. Well, again, I'm so, so, so appreciative of you taking your time to come and share all your journey with Ty and everything else and all this great information. It's been fantastic having you on. I Thank had so a blast. Much. Thanks, David. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Namaste, everyone. Thank you.